Are you ready? Ready to release internal pain? To find confidence, clarity, and direction for your future? To live a life of meaning, fulfillment, and contribution? To trust your intuition again, but something's been holding you back? You've come to the right place. Welcome. I'm Ian Hawkins, the host and founder of the Grief Code podcast. Together, let's heal your unresolved or unknown grief by unlocking your grief code. As you tune in to each episode, you will receive insight into your own grief, how to eliminate it and what to do next. Before we start, I have one request. If any new insights or awareness land with you during this episode, please send me an email at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com and let me know what you found. I know the power of this work and I love to hear the impact these conversations have. Okay, let's get into it. Two of the main steps of the grief code are around rediscovering yourself, rediscovering how much of your amazing abilities you have that you've always had or had for for many, many years. And it's also about discovering the gift in your grief and that's starting to unlock your purpose. I was listening to a podcast today and we're interviewing an Australian rally driver who's uh, been quite successful internationally in the uh, Paris-Dakar rally. For those who are familiar with that, uh, basically driving through the desert, driving or riding. And he was telling a story where he grew up on a property on a farm, quite a large one. And from the age of six, they modified a car to extend the pedals so that on the property, he could drive this car around. That's crazy, right? At six, for most of us in the upbringing that we had, that just doesn't compute. But anyway, he went on to tell the story of how the bus stop wasn't the main road, which was 20 kilometers, right? So we're talking about 12 miles from his house. And each day from the age of seven, he drove his modified car to the boundary of his property so he could get the school bus. Staggering. But what it made me think is, isn't that perfect? Like, he's followed something that's become a natural gift because he's spent most of his life doing, and he's made a career out of it. Now, clearly, it gives him a lot of joy that you hear it in his voice when he was talking, and also the success that he's got. And, and it just got me thinking about how... When we look at something like that, it just seems so obvious. Yeah, driving and then going into into a career where he's also driving something he's done from a young age. But I want to remind you that it may not be something so obvious to someone else looking at your story, but if you take the time to go over your past, you will see that there is a gift there, that there are a number of gifts there that you've always done. So interestingly, around the same age, at about six, would have been five and a half, I guess, starting starting primary school. And so my first year of school, and I was just a painfully shy child, sitting there observing, observing the world. And uh, shy, but through the eyes of a... Of a Natural, naturally, I was 
in need of connection and I was in need of conversation. So once I warmed up in school, I actually made friends really easily and had like a big group of friends in primary school, which was cool. But in those early days, I was so shy, particularly around adults and teachers. So I'd sit there and I would quietly just be observing. And I was observing through that lens of someone who needed connection, like desperately wanted connection, desperately wanted people to come talk to me, but at the same time, desperately shy and also didn't want those things. So living this contradiction. So it allowed me to hone my skills to identify when other people were in need of something that maybe that they weren't sure how to get and that that need, if it was met, may have been uncomfortable. So so observing through that lens, right, through the same lens that I was living, so I was able to then work, work out strategies just naturally, not, not by any intentional effort back then, strategies to be able to help other people who I could tell needed some sort of need met and they needed, needed it done in a unique way that may have required some gentleness. Fascinating, right? Now, this, this for me went to the, to the level of, like most people looked at, at sport through the, the competition and, and uh, wanting or aspiring to be at that level. I watched sport on TV looking through the lens of that same way of, are these players getting along? Who looks like they are actually not fitting in? Who looks like they actually need some help to be uh, feel more part of a team? Like, can you believe that, right? But that's just how my brain operated based on the circumstances that, that I'd lived. And this continued through the years and, and then into high school, into the work, into uni, into the workforce, quietly ob observing many times where I didn't feel I fitted in. And then just doing what I do naturally until I realized it was actually something that, that actually was a skill and no one else saw the world that way. I kind of figured that everyone else just did that as well and I always wonder why they didn't react the same way or they couldn't identify when people had some needs that were needing being met. And um, yeah, so that was such a pivotal moment for me, rediscovering myself, making it okay for me to, to be who I was and also realizing that I had a quite a gift for something that no one else seemed to. So I was starting to discover, discover my purpose as well, to start unlocking my calling. So if you're in that position where you're thinking, well, what, what is my thing? I didn't drive to the end of the property in the car at the age of six. Uh, but maybe there was something else that showed up for me. Maybe you were always looking at the big picture. Maybe you were always looking at the solutions in a, in a really unique way. Maybe there was an artistic side of you. Maybe there was a certain area that you'd always thought you'd love to be involved in. So I'll give you an example as a friend of mine was always wanted to be a pilot and his career ended up going a different direction. But at one point he was actually working in maintenance in an airport and then got to live that dream and, and go up and, and uh, fly with a pilot and then have moments where he was given the controls and he could actually be a pilot. It was an absolute game changer for him that 
just a realization of something he'd been striving for for so long actually came to fruition. So go through, one of the best exercises I've learned is go through the timeline of your life. Look at the patterns. What were the things that occurred again and again? Were you indoors? Were you outdoors? Were you with people? Were you on your own? All these different elements and, and, and take the time to breathe, slow down, and see if that common thread through all of those events will stick out. And it might not come straight away, but doing this exercise a number of times over, over a number of uh, weeks, months, years, you, you'll start, start to piece it together. Now, of course, there are ways to accelerate this, but if you're just looking to, to slowly and gently investigate at this point, yeah, this writing this timeline of your life, and looking for the patterns, you'll be well on the way to starting to rediscover you and unlock your calling to find that freedom and, and to find your purpose. I hope this helps. If you're looking for more guidance on this, then I have a number of different trainings to help you get started. So go to my website, check out some of the different options I've got you can come join us in the Grief Code community where there are other people on the similar journey to you who are looking for answers, who, are, who have been through the tough stuff and they've come out the other side. And they're looking for direction. They're looking for that ability to rediscover themselves after grief. They're looking to unlock their calling, to find more meaning and to deepen that connection with their intuition. We'd love to see you there. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grief Code Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too. If you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief, let's chat. Email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com. You can also stay connected with me by joining the Grief Code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com forward slash the grief code. And remember, so that I can help even more people to heal, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform.